Welcome to PI-10. Come here. Go there. Over the next one hour, 24 minutes and 40 seconds you will be listening to music and sound-based artworks that concern themselves with the subjects and tangential themes associated with the act of wandering. Amble. Orthopedic shoe. Asymmetric circles. Direct. Insnare. Corral. Wander. Redevelop. Think. Pigeon with squashed head add shit on it. Bruise. Shuffle. Point. Voxel Viva. Empire. Property. Background. Round. About. Propeller. Sands. Tornado. Island. Gnomes. Find your true self in an organized fun group. Cynical bastard. Sunderland. Support. Travel. Degrade. Really thick eyebrows on that man. Manage decline. Middle. Distance. William Booth. Poverty. Map. Crumpled ball. Territory. Planting. Dog being sick. Synapse. Loans for things you don't need. Jungle. Troubadour. Jester. Colony. Colonists. Nomad. Nomadic. Ennobled. Entitled. Comas. Combing. Romas. Roaming. Indigenous. Land. Settle. Settlers. Housing, housing, social, social drip, drip, down, down, economy, economy, cognition, cognition lows, lows, here, here, two, two, there, there, back, back, again, again, around, around, there, there, houses, houses knackered, knackered, hobbled, hobbled, broken, broken, feet, feet, Saint Christopher, Saint Christopher ungrateful, ungrateful, child. child Floating, floating, can, can, of, of, wholesome, wholesome, pattern, pattern, rhythm, rhythm, banging of the headboard, board, semen on sheets, wasted life, life, 
Mobius, Mobius. Strip. 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 Cycles. Cycles. Solitude. Solitude. Overrated. Overrated. On heat. On heat. Party. Party. Of. Of. Politics. Politics. Brain. Brain. Heaving. Heaving. Sweaty. Sweaty. Throbbing. Throbbing. Undulating. Undulating. Unctuous. Unctuous. Gelatinous. Festering. Putrid. Putrid. Poor. Poor. Mob, mobs, Roman, Roman, indigenous, land, land, settlers, settlers, housing, housing, social, down, down, economy, here, here, two, there, back, back, again, again, there, there, houses, houses, naked. Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, floating, 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 Rhythm, Gelatinous, festering, putrid, poor, mob, mob, brain, heaving, sweaty, throbbing, undulating, unctuous, gelatinous, festering, putrid, poor, mob, mob. I'm looking out of the window. Before me is a short expanse of unkempt grass. Beyond that, a single lane road, fairly well laid, but looking tired and in need of attention. Beyond that, there is another short section of grass which leads to a shoulder-height red brick wall. 
After I have thought about what is directly in front of me, I look further afield. There are a number of gardens seemingly plummeting down a hill, positioned in a terraced array. This goes on for maybe a mile. Beyond this, there is an old secondary school, comprehensive community college. I can just about see the red roof of a hall, maybe an assembly or sports hall. There are worn-out tennis courts at the back of the complex. The delineations of the court are only just visible over the deep grey tarmac. Because of the gradient of the hill I'm looking down from my window, the next thing I see are treetops. They are numerous and the colours vary immensely as it's autumn. As the window is open, I can hear, but can't see, the faint but incessant hum from the dual carriageway, which bisects the valley I'm looking at. There are more trees of the same varying colour peppering the hill on the other side. A very steep, idiosyncratically laid road, beyond the council's remit, I suppose, splits the hill vertically with 1930s semi-detached housing on either side. Timber and herringbone brickwork with the odd panel covered in pebble dash. It's beginning to get a bit far to pick out any more details now, but I can recognise the undulations of more valleys in the distance. The farthest that I can make out is the sea, complete with a large ship of some kind, greeted at each side by the edges of land. I approach the door, open it and leave. Thank <laughs> you.
design in this, and particularly it works on buildings and other places, uh, including the famous sunbathers.
In areas throughout the building are spots of lichen growth in numerous shades of yellow. There are also areas of the render that appear bald. The building is looking tired. Adjoined to the market is a St. Luke's hospice shop and a bet Fred. Both seem forlorn and bereft of people. I turn my head to look forwards, and in front of me stands a pub, the Blue Bird. It's probably a 1930s building. It has double bay windows on the first floor and has an extension added to the right with a flat roof. It has been pebble dashed, but has been painted over with a slightly garish hue of magnolia, bleached in places due to weathering. It's dark inside, although I can see evidence of movement. I choose not to enter. It's fairly quiet, sedate even, with the odd car going past me. Just over the flat roof of the pub I can just about make out a row of houses, at an elevation higher than I am now. I head off in that direction but am confronted with a large wall. On the top of the wall sits a mishmash of broken bottles inserted into the cement. I decide not to take the most direct route. I feel a drop of rain hit me directly on the crown of my head. To my right is a slight incline towards a steep downward hill. It's flanked by high oak trees and is too dark to discern anything else. I move towards it. 
The brain of broke from tongue to brain. The tank of polish lingers still. Where there's a will, there is a bill. The future king's son is a deal. Now you're my subject on your knees. I'll grant you right upon the jaw. Your crown will split slide to the floor. Good night, sleep tight forevermore. Now is the time to exercise. Ghost from this gray and pleasant land. To take my hand and march with me. A merry band of souls will be but what I know, and I know this world is fucked, but I have no truck with those who want to make this world a better place, put smiles on faces, a merry band, that's what we
you more, but the river stole my heart. The currents of time they drew us apart. I look to the east, but it just takes me west to a place which, like you, I thought was the best. The Loved you more, but the river stole my heart. The currents of time they drew us apart. I look to the east, but it just takes me west to a place which, like you, I thought was the best. The river is long, unlike this song.
Three. I've been walking for some time. The neighbourhoods and landscape have differed, but as I go on, I seem to care less and less, more apathetic with each step. I'm currently stood in the courtyard of a 19th century church. There is nothing much to distinguish this church from all the others that I have encountered. The usual hulking granite edifice with looming arched entranceway the usual amount of decay. There are more modern, slightly pointless, self-made ads for the Christian church that try to ape popular branding and media. At this church, there is a poster locked in a tatty glazed cabinet containing a faux Facebook like sign, a comic hand giving the thumbs up. However, this particular rendition looks as though it has begun to melt, the thumb being far too small in relation to the rest of the hand. It is also badly sun-damaged. It should appear a deep shade of blue, but it's now a pale, washed-out green. The addition of a rainbow within the composition seeks to hijack the individualist, faux-socialist methodologies of contemporary social media with divinity of some sort. It doesn't look like the custodians of this establishment have had success as this sign looks as though it has been here for quite some time. Maybe a public relations agency is needed. I sigh as I walk away through the modest pet cemetery at the front of the building. There are a few amusing odes to pets past on the tiny gravestones. The human graveyard is at the rear, I am reliably informed, by a shabby-looking sign just by the exit. I doubt that they will have any witty odes to lost family members on them. It's probably in bad taste to go looking for things of this sort. I'm not going to visit this now anyway. I'm just going to keep moving. I look ahead of me and see a sign indicating that the seafront is to the left, a few miles down a single carriageway. 
I turn to my left and start walking. citizenship. Romanians were given full rights to work in the UK at the beginning of this year 
and I first came to this country on a work permit in the late 90s. There's been a dramatic worsening of public attitudes towards Romanians since then. I returned in 2007. Since then, a letters agency asked me to provide a British guarantor. The GP's secretary told me flatly, we do not take Romanian patients. And a bank clerk said to me, we don't accept Romanian customers. I've paid tens of thousands of pounds in national insurance and never taken a penny out in benefits. No housing benefits, no tax credits, no child benefits, nothing at all. I've contributed to this society which I've begun to think of and love as if it were my own. I've British friends who respect me for the person I am. But for the first time, I'm afraid for my safety in this country because of my natural origin. While I agree that immigration must be discussed in the open, the way Romanians are presented to the public by officials and by the media as benefit scroungers who come here and create a housing crisis only stirs up hatred and xenophobia. It could hurt the UK's image as a tolerant society, discourage foreign tourism and talent from choosing the UK. Britain and its people have a lot to gain from its positive image in the world. It would be such a shame to throw it away. The government can barely do more to make the lives of legal migrants in Britain more difficult. My first contact with the British Empire was when our destroyer called at Gibraltar on our way to join the US Sixth Fleet in 1967. A couple of scousy squatters introduced me to the glories of Watney's Red Barrel. In fact, they helped me evade the shore patrol. In 1971, just after decimal currency was introduced, I came as a tourist on a boat from the Hook of Holland. I fell in with two chaps returning home on leave. Our boat was late, and when we got to Liverpool Street Station, I couldn't catch my connection to St Albans. So one of the soldiers, who's a West Indian, invited me to his home in South London. We were somewhat worse for wear when we showed up, but his mother made up the couch with starched sheets, no less. And this set the tone for the hospitality that I encountered almost everywhere. Sadly, things have, have got a lot worse in recent years. In the north of England, the Asians and the English live parallel lives with very little contact. The Anglo-American response to 9-11 has got a lot to answer for. But I think the real culprit, race relations industry, which would disappear altogether if things had kept on like they were in the Brum a generation ago. As for myself, I've long since stopped thinking of myself as an immigrant. On the whole, being a Yank is a positive advantage. Back in the 1970s, there was still a lot of people who remembered when the Yanks were um, overpaid or oversexed and over here. Fortunately, my uncle taught me the right riposte. The Brits were underpaid, they were undersexed, and they were under Eisenhower. Eventually, I became British, and now it's something I seldom think about. Between 1973 
1984, I lived in Birmingham and witnessed only one racial incident. And it was such a relief after all the racial paranoia in the US. As a 17 year old in Istanbul, my life was unbearably hard. I was brutally separated from my birth mother at the age of 13 by my dictatorial father, who went on to abuse me and my brother in every possible way. We were regularly tortured by him and threatened with death. I've had the most incredible journey of escape under this threat. After an extremely risky process, I managed to make my way to Paris. Aged 18, I was terrified. I could not speak French and had no experience of traveling alone. I felt all alone. I spent two years at the Sorbonne, found a good job in my own flat. During holidays in England, I met the father of my three children and was a huge surprise when I found out I was pregnant with my first child and I had no idea what to do. I decided to stay in London. I wanted the baby to grow up with the father and his family as I did not have a family myself. It felt precious. I became very emotional and did not want to hurt the father by taking the baby away. We got married and went on to have three beautiful and amazing children. They were born here and they are British. I have not put them on a Turkish passport as I still have nightmares about my father finding me and my children. I've been working and paying taxes for years and brought my three children up as a single mother until my youngest child, Hope, got killed by an 18-ton heavy goods vehicle on her way back from school. I did not come here for money or benefits. Safety and freedom were my main concerns. I am forever grateful that I've had the opportunity to become a free citizen who is entitled to a normal life. Bringing up our children in a free country is priceless. As a Canadian who is also black, I find myself in this funny area of immigration Venn diagram. No one complains about Canadians, Americans, Australians or South Africans coming here and taking jobs. We are taking a heck of a lot of them. We are being headhunted, recruited and paid even more than you. But no one minds. Is it because we are normally white? I have experienced more racism than I ever did in Canada. People are always nice to me when they hear my accent. I can't help feel that my Canadian upbringing is welcoming, but my brown skin is not. I have been called a packy and had guys making monkey noises at me, but I can't talk about these things with friends because they want to pretend that Britain does not have a race problem. So I basically just stopped going out. The most difficult thing about living in Britain for me has been the sex, sexism. I was not used to sexual harassment in public places or sexual banter as some, of, as some sort of acceptable norm, but they are topless women in newspapers, lads magazines, lack of promotion, discrimination against pregnant women, as well as high levels of rape and sexual assaults. I feel very uncomfortable and unsafe and I am happy to be moving back to Canada soon. Quite simply, I think British men just hate women. Part 4 I'm looking out over a bay, beyond is the sea. 
There is a small island inside the bay with what looks like fortifications, partly covered in vegetation. Directly next to this is a small beach which looks as if it's sparsely populated with people, although I can only really make out what I assume to be multicolored canoes that they seem to be using. Because of the distance it looks like these vessels are moving about of their own accord, much like ants moving food much larger than themselves. It's a dull day, with the odd shaft of light poking through the clouds, highlighting random points in the landscape. I'm being buffeted slightly by the wind, as the spot on which I'm standing is at the apex of the current location. To my immediate right is a bin. It's green for the most part, except for a gold embossed coat of arms running the entire circumference. The object seems fairly weather-beaten, so making out the detail is difficult. There is what looks like a lion, and some kind of horse, both on hind legs in front of a dwelling of some sort. It's full of refuse with a sticky, highly fluorescent residue spilling over the aperture and onto the sides. There are a few people in the middle distance milling about, keeping themselves to themselves. The people that I have witnessed thus far on this amble have always been on the periphery, or barely perceived in the darkness of shops, homes or other establishments. Maybe I cut a rather lonely, forlorn and therefore unapproachable figure. Dot 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 maybe it's my body language. Maybe it's that I seem to wander aimless. I am staring at things for a long time without making any recognized societal forthrightness. They could be wondering why I'm wandering with seemingly no intent. I can't think of a specific reason at the moment why I'm on this walk. I don't know if I have any real ambition or goal. Ahead of me is a steep, near-vertical set of steps towards the seafront. I descend these now. The beach I find myself on is full of small shiny pebbles rather than fine grain sand, and is slightly uncomfortable for my shoeless feet. There are pieces of dry blackened seaweed and aging serrated drinks cans with bleached insignia strewn around. It's a little darker now, and I am aware of the drop in temperature. The hairs on my arms are upright and the raking light makes my goose flesh more dramatic, like a sea of tiny igloos. I continue forwards until the ice-cold sea laps around my ankles. In the distance I can see a lighthouse, with its beacon flickering at regular intervals. I look for a way forward.
A very large thank you to Five Years and Mutton Fist Press for supporting this podcast. And another very big thank you to all the artists that participated, listed in order of appearance. Luce Baker for the reading of chapters 1 and 3. Phil Wilson Perkin for We shook the ground with our labor, the sound heard by a dead and buried statue of Lenin, a dead architect, by suicide, and socialist wall reliefs. Myers Arut, Adam Smith and Keiko Takahashi. For a merry band, just passing by, the river. Hannah Dargavel Leaf. The round, about. Mark Siebert. For stuck in the middle distance. Georgina Wesley. For what's your background? Samantha Taylor. For Ed and Blue Elephant's Breath. A. E. Hutch featuring the bad producer. For Return to Tornado Sands. Thanks also go to Lisa Craddock for the podcast title image and subsequent print run, and Gareth Berwin both of Mutton Fist Press. The podcast chapters and sound design were created by Jamie Dyson. P. I. Was initiated by Pippa Gatti, and facilitated by several others as a way to carry on the creative momentum gained during the Chelsea Masters program. It has continued on as an ever-evolving and roaming platform for interdisciplinary creative practitioners, and as an entity has exhibited nationally and internationally since 2009. Amble. Orthopedic shoe. Asymmetric circles. Direct. Insnare. Corral. Wonder. Redevelop. Think. Pigeon with squashed head add shit on it. Shuffle. Point. Voxel Viva. Empire. Property. Background. Round. About. Propeller. Sands. Tornado. Island. Nose. Find your true self in a organized fun group. Cynical bastard. Sunderland. Support. Travel. Degrade. Really think my eyebrows on that man. Manage the design. Middle. Distance. Middle.